Hey guys, Jenny B here from Little Drummer Girl um, for episode two of our podcast, Little Drummer Girl. Um, so today I am in Louisville, Kentucky, visiting my mom and my sister. I think we're going to go hiking later on today. Um, but I just got out of Orange Theory, um, Orange Theory Fitness, if you're not familiar with that, it's a gym. So I just got done working out and I'm exhausted and I'm sitting in the car and it's really hot in here, but it feels good on my muscles. So I'm going to sit here for a minute and enjoy that. And today I want to talk about overcoming your fear of failure. And I think that's something a lot of us struggle with, but a lot of us don't want to admit. And I fall into that category as well. So if that's you, I'm not judging. I'm just saying a lot of us probably struggle with that. So uh, I think the fear of failure is much worse than the failure itself. And I think that's probably true for a lot of people. We just don't necessarily think about it or identify it that way. But I have come up with several, well, not several, maybe four um, like steps, I guess, if you want to call them that, steps to, to take to overcome that fear of failure. Because I think when we're afraid of failing, then it squelches our creativity. So when you're afraid to do something, afraid to try something new, afraid to create something because you're afraid of failure or judgment or criticism or whatever, I think it stifles your creativity and turns you into someone who just maintains the status quo instead of continuing to create and innovate and be someone who kind of shakes up the world. And I don't want to be a person who rides in the status quo and is happy with that. I want to continue to be a creator and an innovator and a person who inspires and motivates people. And you can't do that when you're afraid of failure. I think the world today makes us more afraid of failure because there's so much more exposure through social media. I mean, if you have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, whatever you've got, TikTok, that one cracks me up. That's fairly new right now. Um, I didn't know what it was until I started watching these kids um, at the Y, and now I'm. it's very interesting. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. I think because there's so much exposure in the world and there's so many more platforms for people to criticize and to hide behind their keyboards and just fire angry or rude or hateful comments at people, I think it makes creators and... Um, I think it just makes us more fearful rather than less fearful. So some of the things I've done to overcome my fear of failure, um, I started number one by identifying the positive things that have come out of previous failures in my life and in the lives of others. So um, I'm going to use a friend of mine. She, um, she applied to grad school probably, I mean, it felt like a bajillion times. I think it was really only like three or four times, but she got rejected or turned down or whatever the right word is three or four times before she finally got accepted into the graduate program and she just kept applying and kept applying and kept applying and it was like piercing her soul every time she got a rejection letter but then she finally you know got accepted into grad school now she's got a PhD and she's crushing it so that's definitely a positive thing that came out of multiple failures for her um, and she's now a pediatrician so that's pretty amazing uh, I have another friend who's a personal trainer who failed the personal training exam. I want it was a ridiculous number of times. It was like seven times. So hopefully he doesn't listen to this and know exactly who I'm talking about. But um, I love you anyway, dude. It's cool. But uh, yeah, he failed the PT exam, I'm pretty sure, like seven times before he finally passed it. And um, he couldn't train without it. Like you can't, well, you're not supposed to be a personal trainer without that. But 
uh, now he's an amazing trainer who is making an impact on people's lives and really changing people's health and their lives and their families. And uh, it's amazing what he's doing now, but he had to fail seven times before he finally passed that test. So I think identifying the positive things that came out of previous failures is definitely something you need to consider. Um, in my personal case, I think of a job that I had like right out of college. I don't think it was my first job out of college, but it was, a, you know, the first or second, maybe third job out of college. And I was just really bad at it. Like I was terrible at it. Um, I didn't really like the environment I was in. I didn't like my coworkers. I didn't like what I was doing. And because I didn't like it, I wasn't good at it. I didn't put any effort into it. And I just, I just failed miserably and ended up leaving after about three years. Which sounds like a long time of misery and it was, but... Um, I left after about three years and I was like, what in the world was I doing? Like, this was terrible. But when I look back now, some of the skills that I learned while I was in that job, the skill set that I gained, I have used throughout my entire career. And I just don't think I realized it until recently. And I'm like, oh, so even though I failed at that particular job, I still learned a ton, which was awesome. So number one, identifying the positive things that came out of your previous failures. Uh, number two, I think if there's any way, like if there's any potential for failure in something that you want to do or you want to try to do or you're thinking about doing, Try to view it as a challenge to overcome or as an opportunity rather than viewing it as a potential for failure. And this really has helped me on numerous occasions, even if it's just something like this workout that I just did this morning was really, really hard. Uh, and Orange Theory is a hard workout and I'm aware of that. And instead of like, I'm in Louisville, so I don't know any of the people at this gym, like I'm the new kid and they're all you know, in my mind, they're all going to look at me and they're all going to judge me or whatever. But that's that's not the case at a gym, by the way. Uh, we should talk about that in a later podcast episode. But I, I, I can't be afraid to walk in there and fail at whatever workout they're throwing at me. Because if I do, then I'll never walk in the door and then I won't get healthy and then I won't exercise. And, you know, all of those chain reaction of things that happen when you view something as potential for failure instead of potential to overcome a challenge. So every potential failure now, I try to see it as, well, I can view this as I'm going to fail at this and people are going to judge me. People are going to criticize me. Or I can say, you know what? Like I may be really good at this. I may be terrible at it, but either way, it's a challenge that I want to try to overcome. It's an obstacle that I want to find a way over or around or through. Like I'm going to break this barrier down because it's a challenge and that motivates me. So if you're a person that's motivated by challenges, motivated by new things, motivated by trying to, to break down a wall, uh, then you need to try to reframe your view of failure as not being a failure, but being a challenge to overcome or an opportunity to, to do something new. And along those same lines, reframing your definition of failure is huge. So the world kind of I mean, it teaches us that failure is a terrible thing. It's this negative thing. It's this, you know, like this thing that you don't want to experience. But if you really reframe your definition of it, then it's not so scary. So my definition of failure is definitely not that I didn't hit my goal. My definition of failure is that I didn't hit my goal and I didn't grow or learn from it. So if you're going to grow, you're going to learn, you're going to be better as a result then failure is actually a really positive thing. I mean, how often do you actually learn from something that you did well? I mean, I 
I don't really learn anything from something that I'm good at. I learn from screwing things up. <laughs> and that's always been the case. And think about when you took a test when you were a kid, you know, when you're in school and you miss a question on a test or you miss several questions on a test. Those are the ones you remember, right? Because you have to go back. Or I don't know, maybe you didn't, um, but I'm a total school nerd. So like I would get my test back and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like what five questions did I miss? And then I would go back and look up those five questions to learn what the right answer was. And those are the things that stuck with me. So um, I, obviously at the time I felt like they were failures, but now I look back and I'm like, no, those are the things I learned from. Like you don't learn unless you mess up. So my team that I work with, um, I always tell them they have three big rules that they can't break. Everything else they can screw up all they want and we can fix it, right? So the three big rules are don't burn the facility down, don't put anybody's life in danger, and don't put us in financial ruin. Like those three things I cannot fix. Those are major failures. But anything else, you push a wrong button in the computer, you tell a customer the wrong thing, you sell something for the wrong price, you accidentally give somebody 50% off, like none of those things are going to put anybody's life in danger, burn down the facility, or put us in financial ruin. Like those are all things that, you know, I mean, they're just not gonna hurt us in the long term. So I think that's really important in your life as well. Like really consider like, okay, I'm gonna try this new thing. I might be amazing at it. I might fail miserably at it, but either way I'm gonna learn and I'm gonna grow and that makes it a positive experience regardless. So reframing your definition of failure is huge. And then I would say the last thing is treating yourself kindly when you do fail. Okay, and I, this is kind of, I always think about my dogs when I think about this. So every time when I get a puppy, I'm a dog lover, right? I have, um, I only have one puppy right now, but I've had multiples over the years that I have, you know, taken care of or rescued or raised or whatever. Um, and I always think like when they do something bad, I have these jars of pennies that I shake at them, right? Like I don't want to smack them, anything like that. So I shake the jar of pennies in front of their nose and it scares them. And that's how they know that whatever it was that they did was bad, right? So you shake the jar of pennies and they don't do it again, or it like freaks them out. And so they know not to do that thing again. So treating yourself kindly when you fail is very similar to the shaking the jar of pennies at the puppy's nose. If you spend all your time beating yourself up and criticizing yourself and telling yourself how terrible you are and how stupid you are and all these things, every time you fail, you're gonna stop being creative and stop going out on a limb because you don't wanna feel that way. So it's it, you are training yourself to stifle your creativity and to stop being innovative because you know that if you mess up or if it doesn't work the way you think it's gonna work, that you're gonna go through this period of like beating yourself up and feeling really negative about yourself and self-loathing and all of those things. So treating yourself kindly when you fail is critical to the process because if it feels okay to fail, it feels almost like a positive experience, like a growth experience, then you're more likely to keep going. You know, failure is going to be more comfortable. It's going to be less scary and you're more likely to continue taking risks in the future. Versus if you beat yourself up every time, eventually you're going to get to the point where you're like, I don't want to feel that way anymore. So I'm just going to stop taking risks. I'm just going to maintain status quo. So overcoming your fear of failure is really, I'm not going to say a simple process or an easy process because that's not true, but there are four things you can break it down into simple steps and then you can spend time on each of those steps in terms in, in in order to get there.
right? So identifying positive things that came out of previous failures, you've got to find that positivity amongst the negative. Uh, If there is potential for failure, try to view that as a potential challenge to overcome or as a potential opportunity. Trying to reframe your own definition of failure, reframe it into something positive rather than what the world wants you to believe that it is. And then treating yourself kindly when you do fail, because that's going to encourage you to continue to take risks and to continue to fail, which is now a positive thing because you have reframed it in your mind. So that's kind of where I am right now. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I hope that you find this helpful. And this is Jenny B signing out. Have a great day.